All right, on this episode of MMA Canada Radio, very excited to be talking to an individual competing at Samurai MMA 9, which goes down on February the 2nd, in a very intriguing atomweight contest as Justine Preday and Isabel Lacroix get out there to test skills, and great having Isabel on the show. How's your day going so far, Isabel? My day's good. Thanks for asking. I just uh, finished my delicious breakfast. I'm just sitting with my coffee and uh, just about to head out for some more training. And I'm curious because, I mean, Maz Thai Boxing is a place I've always known you to get in work, but some great jujitsu work under that banner as well. Like, I'm curious where you're mostly getting in work ahead of this fight. It seems like you're also training in Ottawa a little bit with Ottawa Academy of Martial Arts, too. Yeah, so we are Team Henzo Gracie Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, um, and that's where like the, our Jiu-Jitsu headquarters is, essentially, is in Ottawa. However, we've been training a lot in London, Ontario as well, under Steve Poulin at the Submission Academy, which is also part of the Henzo Gracie affiliation. So we've, I go there at least once a week. That's actually where I'm heading out this morning. So we've got a little team there. We're making the trip uh, to do some nogi rounds today. Oh, that's cool because I had noticed you working with Lauren Engelhardt as well as some other individuals there. So that's cool. You're also getting in work out of that space too. Yes, yes. That's pretty, that pretty much covers it for like our jujitsu side. Um, aside from that, we're still working with our head MMA coach, Sid Barnier, um, along with uh, Crujo Tipping out of fifth round. And Sid is out of math and fifth round. So they're just another extension of our family. Yeah, it's so cool. I've been seeing some of the pictures on the Instagram too, just working with some individuals too, like more people coming in for like <clears throat> seminars and stuff like that. I mean, you mentioned Henzo Gracie, you know, like being affiliated so heavily with the space. And I saw you were at a seminar he did and just, yeah, it seems like there's a lot of cool stuff like that. Like I think I saw Hollis Gracie and Jacare coming through some of the different academies as well and everything. So yeah, that all must be cool as well. Yeah, definitely. It has been a busy year with seminars, but it's been a a good one for sure. And it was cool because I also saw there was a story that seemed very close to, you know, your heart there, like the feature story on the women's only BJJ program that I caught a few months ago. And I mean, I guess to the point of like social media and everything like that, it seems like that's really something that you, you know, take a lot of pride in, understandably, like teaching people and the community you can kind of foster there. Can you talk about that a little bit, just your endeavors in that lane? Oh, yes. I, I love, love, love teaching uh, martial arts. It's honestly my favorite topic. Um, a lot of people don't know, but I'm actually an early childhood educator, so I do work in kindergarten as well as everything else but um martial arts fitness and just like overall health and wellness is my favorite topic obviously um but uh yeah with the launch of our women's only brazilian jiu-jitsu program at the mass academy um which is what i teach um it uh it got a lot of traffic and i had a news reporter reach out to me asking if he could interview me for it essentially and which really helped the program. There was a lot of women who saw it and joined in just from that article alone. No, that's incredible. It's cool to see that that's been such a successful enterprise and everything. And yeah, that's cool that you, you know, get so much out of it and everything. But I guess even just speaking to your own 
personal growth because the last time we spoke was before PFC 14, which is, you know, a fight that ultimately didn't end up coming to fruition there. But I mean, still, I guess I'm just curious in terms of like a timeline, because like when we were speaking there in the fall of 2022, I guess, compared to where you're at now, I mean, you've got a couple professional fights under your belt now. Like, I guess, what would you say is like the biggest areas of growth you've had from the last time I talked to you versus like me talking to you now, like, where are you at now in terms of that refinement, I guess? Oh, that's such a great question. I love it. Um, well, I think just ever since honestly having my daughter back in 2021, she's just had her third birthday. Um, after like having her and just like, I don't know, looking at life through her eyes, it's just like, I don't want to waste another moment. I just want to go all in right now while I can and follow my dreams um, and just, just do what I love within my day. And I want to have more flexibility in my day to like have breakfast with them, which I just did, which was great. Um, so I took a leave of absence from my like kindergarten job just to pursue like competition and coaching full-time um but also be able to make my own hours and honestly again just do what I like and I'd like to have the option to go to London on a Monday to go and train with the black belt over there um so I think yeah it was just a big mindset switch and just like just following your heart and doing it now while I'm young and you know life is short I know in like 10 20 years like I won't be able to compete like this. So why not just do it now? <laughs> no, that's a great attitude. And it seems like you have an awesome like family unit at home to kind of, you know, help with that. And it's so awesome that that's motivating you to support your dreams. Cause I saw you had a post a few weeks ago talking about your partner, Anton and how long you guys have been together and just seems like a great supportive vibe overall. So yeah, I love to see that. I imagine that like really fuels what you're doing individually and all. Yes, individually we do. We do definitely cheer each other on, and um, especially like together. But yeah, like they're they're really awesome. You know, I do it. I do it for myself, but I also do it for them. Yeah, I imagine like a ton of motivation would, you know, come from that there, and just kind of interesting because like your previous two fights were under that PFC banner, and some great successes had there. Like, when did some of the dialogue with Samurai get going to kind of get locked in for this fight? Yeah, so we actually, um, it started um, through our manager, Alex Caparici, who is a representative of KO Reps, um, who's a pretty big management company. They work with guys in UFC and Bellator, etc. Um, so we work under underneath him now, and he w was the connection. He's been working with the promoter kind of behind the scenes, working out like the you know, a good offer for us and for him as well. So this kind of started talking around November and I want to say everything was kind of finalized by December and then we just got the train rolling and, um, yeah, I, I signed underneath them for a three fight contract. So I'm happy to be with them for like a long term and really make a name out there in Quebec. No, that's cool with the multi-fight arrangement because I feel like that would facilitate getting that stronger strength of schedule. Like you were kind of just talking about, oh yeah, I want to take advantage of these opportunities while they're you know in abundance and here and everything like that. I would think the multi-fight deal would facilitate you know doing that a few times fairly consistently. 
Yes, 100%. Plus, I have family out there. I'm from Ottawa, and I have family from Montreal and that whole surrounding area. So I would love to compete closer to them because they don't have the chance to come out to the Toronto fights or the London fights as often. So it's nice to, to mix it up. Yeah, we're thinking there's going to be a lot more, like, partisan representation here for you, a lot more of, like, a, you know, fam coming out to see what you're doing sort of dynamic. Yes, absolutely. I love when the fans come. Yeah, no doubt cool to hear that some family is able to attend this one and see what's going on, but I guess in, spe- in specifically discussing this next fight, I'm curious if maybe you've indulged in a certain level of checking out tape on your opponent, if you've been able to you know, come by it there because another individual with a couple of professional fights under their belt, like is Justine someone you've done a bit of tape study on, or have you been able to find footage on her to kind of dissect, I suppose? Yeah. So I leave that part sort of up to like the coaches and my teammates. We have a team that kind of looks up and does their research and then they come back to me and like, we just prepare for um, any possible scenario. Um, I don't like to, fill my head with 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 my opponent at all like I don't think that that benefits me um I just like to train to like my my best potential and I like to be ready for whatever comes my my way whoever it is and so often like you'll have an opponent switch like three weeks out so I just like to prepare myself physically mentally to be at my best um no matter who is in front of me yeah, that makes sense. Like, focus on your own endeavors and your own skill set and then be adaptable with whatever comes your way, I guess. Yeah, 100%. That's how I like to look at it and prepare myself for my camp. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe this is kind of antithetical even to that idea just in the sense of you want to be adaptable. But I guess is there like a certain quality of performance or something you want to particularly show when you're out there or does it go back to what we were talking about before where it's just being fluid and whatever unfolds unfolds and you'll be ready for it you don't have like a hyper defined idea of like what you want to quote unquote achieve in the contest i guess um, I, I would say it's a bit of both. I'm I'm open-minded. I'm flexible. I can adapt. Um, however, I have been working on improving my striking fine-tuning it to be more like MMA focused um been tuning um fixing my boxing a little bit just tightening that up um my wrestling always improving my wrestling and my nogi um been working really hard on like my top game so I'm just looking forward and honestly I'm happy to see where the fight goes I'm I'm pretty confident wherever it goes yeah, well, it sounds like you've been really doing a great job as of late, like, blending the disciplines, like, the like the mixing of the martial arts, for lack of a better way to say it. It seems like that's something that, you know, you've been really focused on and really growing in as of late from what you kind of just said there. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. It's fun to, to take... Uh to take the Muay Thai and blend it into like the jujitsu and the nogi. Like it's, it's, it's great. Like mounting your partners and punching them in the face. It's fun to uh, put it all together. Yeah. I was going to say, it's been quite the journey since over a decade ago, you won that first North American title in Muay Thai and everything. And then I think even 10 months before that was when you, you know, got that, you know, membership for the gym and stuff like that. So it seems like it's been a cool journey so far. 
Yeah, it really has been. It really has been. As soon as I walked into the gym, I just never looked back. It was just, I was just all in from there. Like, okay. I was like, okay, I, I can, I can be something like what? If I work at this, what? Like, you know? Yeah, no, it's great. And it's been such an awesome journey to follow with. And the story, you know, continues to unfurl in the next little bit. And I mean, even to that point, thank you for, you know, giving me the time in such close proximity to the fight, but in wanting to be mindful of the rest of your schedule today there, Isabel, I know you got some training coming up in a bit, as you'd mentioned before. So I guess kind of putting the ball in your court, is there any final parting thought you would like to add as we're kind of wrapping up here though? Um... I would say, hmm, you never know what to expect because I'm always improving my game. Um, and yeah, uh, February 2nd, this Friday, it's going to be, it's going to be a good show. So definitely try to come out and watch. If you can't make it live, catch the stream. Um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be an awesome fight and just so excited for Samurai 9. And yeah, this fight with Justine should be a great one on the second. And yeah, thanks so much for coming on MMA Canada Radio. Isabel, you have a good rest of your day and looking forward to checking out the fight when it goes down too. Thank you so much for having me, Dylan. I appreciate it. And thanks for being mindful of my schedule. Oh yeah, no problem. You got a lot on the go. And I mean, I'm pretty flexible anyway. So no, I just appreciate you making the time to talk before the fight. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you.